Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black Black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and and sometimes sometimes other other shit. shit. Hello, darling. Well, hello there, lover. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. I, um... I feel good. It's a little hot in here. Yes, which is okay. <laughs> it's a little warm. Yes. You know, we record back to back. It gets mm-hmm. a little warm. It does get a little warm, <laughs> but we are making it work. Uh, I have to ask you, have you seen, I don't, by the time we air this, it might be a little bit irrelevant, but mm-hmm. have you seen that video of the girl at McDonald's when the guy tries to grab her and she Oh, yes. Yes, up. I have seen that video. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I can't stop watching it. Yeah, I saw it. Because... <laughs> I don't know. And apparently she wasn't fired. The last time, I think I saw the video, what, yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago? Yeah. And she wasn't fired, right? She shouldn't have been fired. Yeah, no, because he she grabbed her. She had every right. Like, you see how yeah. he grabs her? Yeah. That's a, I am going to harm you grab. Yeah. That wasn't just the, I'm, you know, going off. And even if it was, like, what? He grabbed her. This what? grown ass man. Big as he was. Yeah, grabbed, grabbed her. Small girl, yeah. This, my favorite part, though, is that you see towards the end, she's grabbing him. Oh, yeah. She's trying to pull him in so yeah. she can get a better hit. Yeah, no. Towards she was, the end. She was punched. Apparently, she's a boxer, I Yes. Read. Yeah. She's a boxer. I would have been pissed at the colleague that's trying to pull. Why are yeah. you trying to grab me? Yeah. Why are you grabbing me? You're putting me at a disadvantage mm-hmm. by yeah, rendering yeah. my arms useless. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. I was like, she must have went off on her coworkers. No, she had to because I saw uh, what's her name. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pronounce Amanda. You know, I'm hard with bad, very bad with pronouncing things. Amanda C. She Amanda Seals or whatever her name Seals. is. Seals. Oh, yeah, the comedian. Yes. Who I, who I, 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 love I love her. Amanda. Yeah, she's on yeah. Insecure, mm-hmm. and um, she she's on everything. Yeah, she's has a new stand up coming she and all hosts these things. A lot of stuff too. Yeah. On um, was that True TV? I don't know. Yeah, what's the network that does Adam ruins everything? That's True TV. True TV. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's on like two shows on, on yeah. that, that network. And she, uh, by the way, your show is coming back. I've seen it. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, yes, it's I coming back. It's, it's coming, coming back, back this, this month. Soon. Yes, Wait, this month. Th- like next week or something, I think. I don't know, but I've seen the ads on oh the my train God, station I love that twice. Show. It's yes. hilarious. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think the show is so funny. Yeah, Please no. don't cancel it. Oh, hopefully. Every time we like a show, it gets canceled. Yeah, that's We got true. the Mick canceled, Stanley. It was um, our fault that the Mick did not The survive. Mick got canceled. What else got canceled? <laughs> so what many shows. It? Uh, Sense Eight. Sense Eight. Because uh, we're the only two people I know that watched yeah. it. Yeah, we. Uh, I tried lot. to get all my friends into it, and they were all like, "Yeah, I wasn't feeling." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it was a great. They show. like dumb TV. That's why we well, like good stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're watching all the <laughs> network shows. Oh God, yeah, you can't. But yeah, was, I was disappointed about Sense Eight, and that was like that was a hard one. Yeah, but you you still didn't watch the whole finish watching it. I feel like because I'm trying to stretch it out a little bit, and then a, a lot of other TV starts coming on, that's and then true. I forget about shows. Yeah. Because life happens, and it interrupts my TV watching. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I might be... <laughs> when you said life happens, I was like, what show is that? Are you oh. like, life happens? I'm like, is that a new show? I don't you should know. Watch. Yeah, I should watch it. Life happens. I'm like, oh, okay. A lot of train wrecks. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I'll try to watch... Like, what happens with a show like Sense8 is, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to watch one episode. It's, like, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Watch the episode, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you I got to watch the next yeah. one. It's 9 o'clock now. And I watch it, and I'm like, oh, but it's 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> and then I'm up to like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I really got to go to bed. But it's only like three episodes yeah, left. Yeah, I can finish it. And then I go to bed, and then I forget 
that anything ever happened. And then I'm like, yeah, House of Cards. And then I start watching that. And then Orange is the New Black comes back on. Yeah. And then Snowfall. Which, by the way, do is that not coming back till like the summer? I don't know. When did that come out? I think like July. No, it came out last July? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I but I'm like just like, I need Snowfall to come Early back 2018, no? I don't think so, but I don't know. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't well, know yeah. anything about like the show seasons. Yeah, well, it's, I'm really bad. Because now they're all over the place. They used to run from September to like May. Right, and then nothing they used and, to be on in the summer. Yeah, now nothing, they're debuting all kinds of All kinds of days, yeah. All kinds. Uh, anywho, I, um, I need Snowfall to come back. Um, and then I forget about shows like Sense 8, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I've got like three episodes yeah, left. Yeah. And then I watch the three, and then I'm like, oh my god, I need more. <laughs> and then it's done. Yeah. And for this one, it's like the series is it's over. It's the series is over. <sighs> and it was, it was. It makes me sad. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I still liked it, and I was sad to see it go. Oh. But um, going back to the video of the girl, oh, the yeah. black girl. Yeah. <laughs> What Amanda was saying was that she, of course, she was upset. I didn't watch all of her commentary, but she was very much upset because you know it's this whole thing, of, not this whole thing, but about protect protect black women. Mm-hmm. So she was upset about the fact that oh my, like her employees stood back. Right? Why and was no one doing no one, anything? And I get that maybe you don't feel confident enough. I don't know. You don't want to be in the physical altercation, but what you're not about to do is pull me. Grab me, rendering me like more helpless yes. while this person is attacking me. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, and I can understand certain people sometimes they don't. Yeah, because he still did grab her because everyone isn't equipped or everyone isn't used to being in a certain situation where physical violence or, you know, something is going on. So mm-hmm. they aren't sure how to react. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a little disappointing. That was a little that disappointing was the because bullshit. she was. And then apparently he kicked another employee before they asked him to leave. Was he crazy? He was crazy in the fact he thought that shit was okay. Well, you know, I mean, he clearly was crazy. Mentally ill. I apologize for saying crazy. You clearly crazy. Yeah, yeah. Out your goddamn mind. Yeah, he did grab her, and I think I'm glad that he was not prepared for what she gave him. But it didn't even seem like the employees, like the managers, anybody was like calling the cops and saying, "Hey, you need to get out of here." It didn't like. I was like, why are the cops not called? Because mm-hmm. apparently the woman who posted the video, mm-hmm. they said that um, she only, she said she didn't even think, she took the video because she saw it was starting to escalate. Mm-hmm. So she started filming because she said, you know, if something happens or the cops get called, I want to mo- make sure they see this guy was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. But she said she didn't have any plans on posting the video or anything until she found out that like, no charges had been pressed against him or nothing. Mm-hmm. That nothing had been done. And then she was like, okay, no, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a black woman. Yeah. And then that's when she was like, oh, no, this needs to be seen. Mm-hmm. And she made sure the video was posted. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. I wonder what happened to the man um, since then. Like, ha- have charges been filed against him? Or, or what's happened? Do you know? No, I don't. I just saw the video like two days ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I've just been watching it over and over. Yeah, it was... Because I'm like, get him, girl! Get him! <laughs> Listen, because I said... I was like... I feel like that would be me. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I was... I've worked in the service industry, and people be trying it. And I said I always will hope that I would have the capacity to walk away if somebody tried to, like... To really come for me in that way. Mm-hmm. 
But I think I had told, like, James and Myrna at one point, like, I'm letting y'all know now, if somebody puts their hands on me, I'm going back to Bed-Stuy. Like, 1992. Like, it's, it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. Y'all might see me spit a small razor out of my mouth. Like, no, it's going to be over. Y'all just going to have to figure, call the lawyers or something. Because if somebody tries to physically attack me or one of my staff members, yeah. it's over. Yeah, it's over. Like, all that customer service shit is going to be out the window. Mm-hmm. Well, I just looked it up on CNN, and apparently he's been arrested. And what you said, he did kick an employee on his way out mm-hmm. in the stomach. Mm-hmm. So he has been um, arrested, and McDonald's seems like they're on the employee side. Uh, it's, there's a video. Yeah. <laughs> like, what other side is there? There's a video. And he, it says CNN is saying that he called the police after he left to, to tell say them that, that he was he, attacked. Yeah. I bet, I bet he did. Mind you... This was all over a straw. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's not all over a straw. This is all about people feeling like they have the right. Mm-hmm. It's about entitlement and privilege. And you thinking, this little black girl ain't shit. Mm-hmm. How dare she tell me what the law is? Yeah, what the law is. I'm yeah. an intelligent, you know, white man. I know the law. Bitch, I'll show you. And no, she showed you, homie. <laughs> and I yeah, was he was like, a forty-year-old. He's a forty-year-old. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they say he's homeless. Oh God. Yeah. So now so, this is all going to be about like mental health issues and oh, well, all that. this particular situation can sort of overlap with that, but that's not all it is, right? And but then there the, are other the, things. But I'm hoping that this doesn't. The narrative is right. Oh, he's homeless. He has mental health issues. Versus, no, you're not just going to walk up in here and treat these black women however the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the conversation that's being had. Maybe not on the, the oh, larger no, only scale. Only on black Twitter. Yeah. On black social media. Oh, no, so black social media. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not the conversation. We're talking about it. Yeah, we're talking about it. Because mm-hmm. all the stuff that's happening and going on in the country right now, which, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Over it. Mm-hmm. Find out there's nothing. You know, it's funny. I'm curious. I would imagine you guys don't talk about this kind of stuff at your job. No. No. No, we do. We'll touch on it because, I mean, it's also work and certain things mm-hmm. when they get too... We do talk about racial things mm-hmm. at, at work sometimes. I mean, we have to be careful. Of course, you don't want to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, we do touch on it every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting because I was thinking about um, at Midtown West, I was like, we talk about this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, we talk about race. We talk about sexuality. We talk- I was like, we're probably so inappropriate. <sighs> and, 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 like, if you were looking at it from the outside about, like, oh, my God, you're not supposed to talk about those things at work. But I was like, I think the fact that we talked about them all the time normalized that as a conversation. Yeah. So it wasn't taboo. So when someone didn't know something, it wasn't uncomfortable. Like, I had a, a, a coach you know, just a very white, white guy. Mm-hmm. Like, grew up in, like, Pittsburgh or something like yeah. that. And, um, you know, people would have these very cultural names. <laughs> and he'd be like, what does that say? Yeah. And we're like, Pooja? <laughs> That's a very, like, traditional Indian name. He's yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not a white guy from Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, like, it's something we could laugh about that. But rather than that be like a, oh, well, that's really weird. You should know that. Like, you know, this is New York. 
you're going to meet Pujas. But yeah. he'd be like, y'all, I'm the whitest white dude ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like we laughed, but it was like something that he understood. So he knew that there were limitations for him socially. Yeah. And we were to help him bridge that gap. And then we were not to be offended by what he didn't know. But that's the and point, like, what you're saying, open too. about, yeah. I don't know these things because that's not my world. Well, <laughs> that's just be like, hey. like, we were talking about Cardi B mm-hmm. and spilling tea and sipping tea and coming for uh-huh. and um, a whole bunch of just, like, stuff. And he was like, was this English? Mm-hmm. He's like, I didn't understand anything that was just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, it was funny to us. But then there were things, too, with, like, some of the employees, you know, who were gay, um... And they would talk about things that were going on in the gay community. And, you know, some of the coaches or even, like, our boss would be like, wait, what is mm-hmm. that? I've never heard that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, or we talk about food and stuff. And he'd, we'd be like, have you ever had, you know, cockroach brains or mm-hmm. something? And he'd be like, I'm Chinese. We eat everything. Yeah. And he'd be like, yes. Every time somebody mentions something about food, I've had it. Mm-hmm. I'm Chinese. Like, that would be offensive in some work areas. Yeah. But it was like, no, we talk about that stuff. Well, it's do you, normal. Do you think the reason why it wasn't as offensive in your work environment was because of the sort of you guys were very open with one another or because, what do you think? Why do you think it wasn't offensive? Yeah, I think like me, the owners, like as the leaders, we made it okay mm-hmm. to say certain things. And like, of course it was like, it wasn't okay to say other things, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, if it was something benign and if someone said something that was um, problematic, we would address it or yeah. get to the root of like, well, why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. And just be like, well, let me explain something to you or let me ex- just let you know how that could have been perceived. So, yeah. you know, just be mindful. Just be careful when you say these kinds of things or who you're talking, you know, to or who you're saying these things in front of. What's mm-hmm. kitchen table talk and exactly. what's okay to be set out at the front desk and stuff like that. But... As the leaders of the studio, I think it was just like, we were that way. Yeah. So, you know, other people were comfortable. But then also you have to remember, like, the members come in and they got their personalities and things exactly. that they say. And sometimes they say super offensive shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Bob, you can't say that. But and then you just have to say that versus being all sheepish and being like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed this person said this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you have a, a good relationship with that person, check them. Mm-hmm. Check them. And make sure everybody saw and heard the check. That you're like, Bob, that's offensive. Because Bob might be like, is it? And you're mm-hmm. like, yes, Bob, black women don't like that. Yeah. But I feel like, <laughs> and that's good. I feel like, to me, the environment that you're talking about sounds great because you have these, you, you, you know, the owners and you as a manager, you've set the tone where you can have those types of conversations. But also, I think it speaks to the p- types of people who are in that environment. Because there, I think if you, people who are, you, you're also aware that, hey, I'm not going to get offended if, you know, so-and-so from the middle of the country says, or, says something and I understand, hey, he, prob- it's, he probably isn't aware of this. So I'm going to come to him in a polite way and say, hey, this is not, this is offensive. And he is willing to receive that. I feel like that's when the issue is, you know, where people are so quick to get upset with people when they say something wrong. And then sometimes those people don't care that their comments are offensive. But when you explain it to them, they're like, well, still, that's stupid. You know, where they come from, well, that's stupid. But you know what part of it is, though, is just that we don't... When you make those comments just blanketed, and it's just a general statement you've thrown out there, You've now made those comments as a stranger to most of the people who are receiving them. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's at work and this is my team and it's just like, oh, you know, 
Todd might say something, but I know Todd. Yeah. So I am not going to personally take that a certain way yes. because I know Todd is not this bad person. Mm-hmm. So I know when I hear Todd saying this thing, it's probably coming from the fact that he has had no interaction yeah. with Asian people yeah. or Indian people or whatever, you know? Yeah. So versus, you know, random white dude from Arkansas says mm-hmm. this thing and I don't know him. I'm just mad. Yeah. I'm just upset. Because you shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. But. That's true. The problem though is that I think because we've had to separate, you know, politics from work and those kinds of things from work that we don't, now we don't get the opportunity to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Like before it it just, the world just used to work in a certain way that it was like, you can't have those conversations. It's not okay. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just being hurtful. Mm -hmm. It was just being offensive and it was just keeping people down. Whereas now we have the chance to evolve those conversations, but now it's a slippery slope and it's taboo yeah. because now we've been taught for so long to stay away from those conversations mm-hmm. because also too, then the conversation has to be had in a very smart way yeah. and it can't just, you know, you don't want it to end up just being the wild, wild fucking West. Yeah. And then it's just like, this person's talking about the gays do this, and this person's talking about black women and that, and then it's just like, okay, we're all uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's very hard because, I mean, I, you know, I'm around, I work with, you know, most of us as people of color, we mm-hmm. live in a world where we're very seldom in, 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 in um, sort of circumstances where there are other people of color, or we're the majority. You right, know what you just say we mostly work around white we people. We mostly work around white people. <laughs> you were yeah. tiptoeing around. Well, that I wasn't statement. tiptoeing around. I was just, ah. you know, I was trying to sound intellectual and come up with another way of saying it oh, and everything. You know how? Was. Yeah, it does. It didn't work out. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just, you know, stick mm-hmm. to what I know. Mm-hmm. But you know, just being also very much in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, dating someone who is not only just not a person of, uh, not only not just black, but on the other end of the spectrum, he is white. So, you know, having those conversations with someone that you love and also, you know, seeing how, you know, you can have the very best of intentions when you both sit down and discuss those things, mm-hmm. but you just think differently. Right. And the, the, it's, it's hard, I think for me sometimes to sort of rationalize or reconcile with myself what you know, what's my sort of cutoff point? You know what I'm saying? Am I okay with him feeling this way or not seeing eye to eye with me on A, B, and C? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And how do you sort of... So I think with everyone in the larger picture, you know, other people, other white people that I care about, that's always something in the back of my head or always something when I encounter, or I get very nervous about when an issue of race or any art or sexuality comes, mainly race, comes up because I'm always like, oh my gosh, this person, I care about them. What what the fuck are they going to say? Because it, it can be something that's going to speak, it could go against the core of who I, who I am, who I feel I am and my values and what I uphold in the world, especially mm-hmm. as being a black person. And a black person is very much of who, who I am. But do you feel like if that if they do feel this way, then it's like, oh, we can't continue on about I think, this thing? Nope, that's I think, a deal breaker. I think I'm getting to that point and I think that's a lot harder because with gay issues... I feel like it would definitely be easier for me to cut off someone because they don't agree with me being gay. The black thing, because, you know, like I'm with someone who, the black thing seems to be so much more of a, 
a struggle to reconcile reconcile because that's very that's always in your face. I'm obviously gay, right. but people see me as a black person before they see me as gay. Right. Like just what like well, you also away. could hide being gay, but yes. you can't ever you hide can't being hide black. Me. Yes, and and it bothers that me. You can't. You can't. And no. I feel like that's what people don't forget. Like when people, even with people who try to compare other like you know minority groups, Jewish people. I'll just say Jewish people or mm-hmm. other. You know, even in, in particular that one to black people. They go, we go through the same thing. And it's like, no, we don't. We don't. don't. Because it's like, and it's just like, no, I'm not even going to start comparing ones worse than the other. It's just like, I'm sorry. When you walk into the room, it's it's not always apparent who's Jewish and who isn't. So there are Jewish people who change their last names and they've been able to blend in. Jewish people have been accepted into certain but places even, that black oh, even people... Even more so than that. Even if every time a Jewish person walked in a room, it was very apparent, you are Jewish. It's still not the same set of circumstances it as you are black. So it's exactly. like we don't go through the same thing. We don't go through the same thing. You don't understand a lot about this thing that yeah. we go through. And then, you don't because you have a lack of experience. Yes. So take my word. Take my word for it. And it, it bothers me. <laughs> take my me. word for it. That yes. It's not the same. It's not the same. And it's, it's no way near. It's no way near. Well, because no one wants to feel like their, I guess, respective struggle is being downplayed. But at the same time, like, nobody also wants to be, like, that other person. Like, they don't want to be the ones all the way at the bottom. And it's just like, but you want to act like you are? Don't try to compare a situation to mine when you know good and well. You probably have moments and you go, well, at least I'm not black. Like, you know what I mean? Or you can uh, recognize and see, like, damn, black folks be having it. Real bad. Yeah. And so just stop. I don't and think acknowledge and recognize I don't that think, we'll all be uh, better off. I don't think enough people will acknowledge that and that's what bothers me. And it's like of course, you know, any group of people can do things for themselves and do but it's just like when other when it's just like when you didn't go through the same things that black people went through. And it's just like what you weren't this skin mm-hmm. color is a clear identifier that you are other. So it's just like you don't blend in as easily. And it's like the things that happen to us are the things that can, not even the things that happen, the things that continue to happen. We live in a, a time and age where black men and black women are getting pulled over and being killed. You know, we've having all these incidents. That's not happening to other groups of people. So it bothers me that people are trying to say, oh, well, this is just made up or, you know, we also have a bad bitch. No one's saying that. But no, we but you're all not know important. That all the people who are saying, um, oh, these things aren't happening, it's true. They're just trying to silence what's happening. They're trying to silence it for whatever reason. And I think that a lot of people don't want to admit that they may have racist tendencies. And it's just like, it's not saying that you're actively participating in this larger, like, you know, uh, racism, but be honest. Mm -hmm. Be honest with yourself that you may... Sometimes do things, think things. And I was saying, I, I don't remember who I was talking to, and I was saying that's an issue when we start talking about uh, college admissions, yeah. um, uh, people, admissions advisors and stuff, and like hiring managers or recruiters and mm-hmm. people who have the, the, the power, people who have those decision-making powers, and to not acknowledge that. Yeah. Because that's when it's highly problematic. When you don't see... That as soon as you see Devontae Thompson, Mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, this is a black kid. 
and that maybe there's something that comes to your mind about this person's abilities or lack of, Mm -hmm. that's a racist act. That's a racist act. And it's not saying that you are now a racist and you are keeping a black man down, but it's like that in itself is a racist act or you had a racist thought. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Mm -hmm. See where you fall. How do you move forward? What's your next move? Yeah. That's what changes everything. It's how you deal with that. Yeah. And what you decide to do as a result of. Yeah. And I have to say, too, for some people, worry about your damn self. I feel like... <laughs> if worry about yourself. No, because I feel like when some people are faced with that, they use this thing, but we all have biases. or We all are prejudiced. And it's just like, well, for different groups of people, like we, you just mentioned, black people are usually not in a position where we can affect the livelihood of white people on a much larger scale. So it's like the type of racism, it doesn't, if you want to call it racism, it doesn't affect... Me being ra- a me a black people, if they're racist towards white people, it doesn't affect them the same way as it does when white people are racist against black people. White, yes, black people. Oh, you mean so, this notion of reverse racism? Yes. So it's just like that doesn't it doesn't fly with me. It bothers me. Yes, it may affect you personally as a person, a white person, if you're going somewhere. And someone may say certain something about you. But, motherfucker, you can go back to your job. You can go back to doing whatever you want to do. Your feelings are hurt. And it's not fair. It's not right. But it doesn't affect you on the same scale. So don't try to compare it. That's what bothers me. And and also, if you, like what you said, if you you are, you have racist or you feel have biases or whatever, it doesn't mean that you're racist. It doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. But deal with that shit. Look, in, look at that and see how you can make yourself better. That's all it is. Also, I mean... You know, something you said, it's just like, it doesn't make it right. You're going to feel how you feel. The difference is when you as a black person are attacked in that way, right? Based on your race and things that pertain to your race. We're talking centuries. Yeah, centuries. <laughs> of that behavior yeah. being ingrained in us and embedded in us. Yeah. Versus that's not, that wasn't the case yeah. for other people. And we're talking, especially if we're talking specifically white people. Yeah. So... The way that you're able to shake off that incident is going to be very different. Very different from, from a black person. You know, someone's trying to get their car from the valet and they're like, I'm not going to serve this nigga. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're taken aback by something like that, that might, that person's the valet, not going to affect your life or your livelihood in mm-hmm. any way. But that doesn't mean that, oh, you're just not going to be bothered by this. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be bothersome because yeah. it brings back that, you know, years and years and decades and decades of being told that you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and it's not even... And to... it's always trying to reinforce this idea that you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and and, and what you're saying, too, is not even... We're, you're not even going back to, like, slavery, you know, which is, like, over 200 years. It's just like, no, this stuff happened to... This is recent. This, this is, is recent. Very it's recent. happening now, and it also has happened in every generation. Segregation was, what, 50 years ago? It's like these things were not that long ago. In the 1960s, people would say, and then in other states, my family's from the South. My family's from Alabama. This is very much real for my parents and my my uncles and aunts. This is something, these people are in their 50s and 60s. This is something that is not far-fetched. I have cousins who are in Alabama and and they still experience these things. So it's like you turn on the television and you see these things and, and then you... It's like, I feel like white people are like pushing back. And then especially white people who are like ethnic minor, they also push back. They don't want to recognize that certain people have it bad. Black people have it bad. And it's not, uh, it's not like where everyone's like, whoa, it's me. You can't do certain things. But it's like, just because we had a black, black president who was still called a nigga, 
uh, first lady who right. still and, made and the, fun the of president questioned yes his citizenship yeah called for that his is racist certificate. and people think so it still exists recognize that and then also look into yourself and see how you are complicit or, or what's your hand in it we all should do those things because black people also when certain things happen we need to do better with that with each other oh amongst yes so well let me tell you something if you want to get rid of reverse racism, mm-hmm. I got a tip. What is it? It's, I mean, it's real simple. Tell me, girl. I'm waiting for it. Just get rid of regular racism first. Exactly. Wouldn't that just be a, a natural progression? Yes. yes. If there's no racism, then it can't be any reverse racism. Yes. Ah, exactly. she got the answers, got baby. Yes, yes. And one yes. thing, one other thing, because you, you know, she's, going, well, oh, you've always been much more eloquent and explaining things. Yes, because I think it... It always burns me, and I'm just so upset, and so, and 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 you just, I just don't know how to sort out my feelings about how I feel about everything that's going on, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, being in love with someone who's of a different race and trying to sort of figure out all these things. And he is him himself; he is a certain person. But you know, we do bump heads on a lot of things, and it's hard to. I need the person that I'm with to be on the same page as me with racial things. And then thinking, this is probably not going to happen for me if I'm with this person. Right. And and I could be with, the, I've been with the black men and they have their own shit that is separate for each individual man. It does, it, there are issues in any relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not worse or better, whatever. But I think, oh crap, now I'm forgetting what I was going to say. But no, 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 I, oh gosh. We'll, I'm pretty sure we'll jump It'll back on it. It'll come up. Well, because you know I want to talk about yes. black fishing. Yes, so we're going to talk about that. It's a, it's a good segue. It's a good segue, um, yes. So I fell down like a rabbit hole mm-hmm. of this whole thing. It was Christmas Eve. I am the worst, but I was supposed to get some work done. I was um, temping at this office. I don't mm-hmm. know why they were open on Christmas Eve, but they were. And I was like, sure, I'll mm-hmm. work. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of work done. And nope, security measures. It was like not reading your disc. Oh. So I was like, let me browse the web. Yes. And, and you found some fun stuff. And down a rabbit hole yes. of this whole black fishing phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like heard about what was going on, all this stuff. But I think I never really stopped to take inventory of the conversation mm-hmm. until that day. And, I mean, I was enraged. Mm. I think I was just on one by the time I got out of there. Yeah. And I was like, I did this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for anybody who doesn't know, black fishing is essentially um, catfishing, um, but pretending to be black. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of, like, influencers on social media mainly. What's that girl, Emma? Hold on, let me pull this up. Know. I have the... Um... Uh, yes, we have the article she's, uh, pulled up. Was she up. Swedish? She's Swedish, yes. Emma Halberg. Emma Halberg, yes. 19-year-old Swedish model uh, and self-described influencer. Um, she got big on like YouTube, I guess, with tutorials and mm-hmm. stuff. The girl is clearly black fishing. <laughs> like, for her to even say, oh, I never claimed to be black. Yes, I am white. Once she got white outed mm-hmm. to say, like, I never claimed to be anything other than white. No, you didn't say it, but you showed it. Yeah. Girl, you mm-hmm. darker than me in these pictures. Mm-hmm. Your lips are bigger than mine. Yeah. Oh, but you kept that nose nice and small and slender. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, the crazy thing about it, y'all know, Rachel Dolezal, I was all like, I don't care. I was the <laughs> only person that was just like, shoulder shrugs emoji. Yeah. Because essentially, my thought was this, and I went off about this on Facebook like, mm-hmm. about a week or so ago. Um, 
because Essence had posted some uh, uh, over explainer mm-hmm. the videos that she does, and she has one where she's talking about black fishing. Mm-hmm. So I reposted the video, and mm-hmm. then I explained why this whole black fishing phenomenon has sort of changed my view on Rachel Dolezal. Okay. Because initially I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. She's fucking, she's crazy. I was like, look, black women deal with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So if she wants so badly to reap the rewards and benefits of being a beautiful melanin goddess, mm-hmm. she's willing to take all the bullshit that comes along with it, let her. Yeah. I was like, she went through a lot of trouble to get her hair that <laughs> texture, man. Like she really did. So she goes home at night and she wrapped that hair up. Yes. She put on that little, you know, the little the, the little nightcap that looked like uh-huh. a Jiffy Pop. You know, she I do puts know. that sucker on. Mm-hmm. It's like she spent so much time getting that skin mm-hmm. just the right, just hue. the right tone. Yes. But as I'm thinking about it more and just talking about this whole black fishing thing, I'm like, fuck Rachel Dolezal, mm-hmm. because aside from the fact that like she. Clearly, there's some limitations, but she was a very light-skinned black woman, right? Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. kept it very much on the other side of the brown paper bag. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of shit that comes along with being a black woman, mm-hmm. and you start getting that shit from a very young age. Yeah. It is baggage that you carry with you into your adulthood mm-hmm. and then have to unpack by the time yeah. you're old enough and grown enough to be like, yo, I need to go to therapy. <laughs> or, you know, however many relationships you've ruined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, between <laughs> your issues and his issues. Exactly. All the bullshit that has ensued. And I'm like, right. So when you decide at a much older age that you now want to become a black woman, you have surpassed all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right? You have not been told that you are not attractive, that you are not the standard of beauty, mm-hmm. that you are not as intelligent as your white counterparts. You've not had your person broken down in that way. Yeah. So you got to just skate on by, being like, aren't I hot? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to look like me. And then deciding, oh, but actually, it's cool to look like her. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. No, you don't get to do that. Like the over-explainer says, she's like, no, you do not get to benefit from... Being a black woman, when black women do Don't not benefit. get to benefit from yeah. being black women. Mm-hmm. I was like, that right there was the mic drop for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she that that is it right there. Mm-hmm. It, it, essentially, that's what it is. Because it's just, like I said, it's racism 4.0. Yeah. It's it's blackface in, in, in another like dimension, essentially. It's just like, it's taking blackface and it's past the mockery mm-hmm. of black people we are. And it's saying, I'm now going to benefit. I'm going to make money. These people are getting deals and making money. Yeah. Appearing to be black women. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's black influencers out there that's not making it. No. Hey, y'all need black women to model this thing? Yeah. Ask a black woman. Yeah. There's plenty of black women on Instagram. Yeah. No. They're, 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 Post the isn't. pictures with show yeah. merchandise and you're not paying them for it. Yeah. Please. And, and, and it's very difficult for, uh, yes, those women, black influencers, uh, many of them are not at the same levels as their white counterparts Mm-mm. at all. Of course And not. it's not a question of, all. it's not always a question of uh, the issue of like, is their content good enough? Or are they doing this? It's like, no, no, they just aren't getting the recognition right. uh, some, sometimes. And that is very real. And I think people need to... I think one thing that I was going to say before, and I'm not trying to monopolize the conversation, but about getting angry. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some, I feel like 
other people don't recognize or under, understand why black people get angry and why it's okay for us to get angry. It's kind of, and then they want us to be nice. You mean mad. To be mad. You gotta go back and enraged. Yeah. You have a lot and to be mad about. You have a lot to be mad about. And it's, it, and it's okay. And why they, why they don't feel comfortable allowing you to live in that space and trying to understand. And they still want to preach to you and say, well, it's not right. You cheat, hit, hit them back with kindness. Just ignore it. It's like mother, Mother, if I have people trying to kill me, mm-hmm. trying to ruin my life, mm-hmm. which has happened on and on and over and over again throughout history, mm-hmm. you can't understand how someone would get angry and mad and want to then do violence themselves. No, none of it is right. But, but it's also stop what beyond even what's to respond with violence. If you look back at the history of our country, movements yeah. have been created. Behind people getting mad. People getting mad. Behind people saying, this is not right. Yeah. This angers me. This enrages me. So I'm going to stand up and do something yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. So don't tell people to stop being mad. Because when people stop being mad, they start being complacent. Yes. And complicit. And they let bullshit slide. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When people are mad and there's no stopping them, then you're going to hear them. Yeah. And you're going to find out what's what until... Changes are made. A changes are made, and 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 if you're a citizen of the United States of America, and you and the people who are supposed to protect you, mm-hmm. the police, are then killing you and causing harm to you, how in the hell? How is how are groups of people supposed to feel? What kind of message is that sending to them? Where they're targeted and other groups are targeted? I don't understand how you expect a people to be. How do you expect them to exist? But if black people just decided, hey. We go, and not and not all cops are bad. I'm not saying that I have cops in my family, my cousins and uncles. They are cops. We all know cops, and there are a lot of great, great cops out there. Mm-hmm. But if black people decided tomorrow they're gonna pick up their guns and cops, they just gonna start shooting cops who come who come into their personal space in their territory. Then oh no, they wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Killing is wrong, point blank, period. But then how are people supposed to supposed to protect themselves and the people who are supposed to protect them are then taking the their lives? That makes no sense. Everyone should be angry. And when people are saying black lives matter, like people keep saying, they aren't saying white lives don't matter, Latino lives don't matter. No, those aren't the people who are getting killed and murdered. So we have to put emphasis on black lives matter because those are the people who are being targeted. Well, those are the lives that are being treated. Yes, like they don't like they don't matter. I, people, I just don't understand how people don't see that. It boggles my mind. I, I don't understand. But I, I will stop it and I will start being enraged and, you know. That, <laughs> well, it's take that take that anger and, I don't know, try to put it towards something that moves the conversation exactly. forward. Or, um, you know, just it creates some sort of positive change. And it doesn't have to be... You you don't have to be like out marching or something. Yeah. I don't like I'm not gonna go out marching. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't it's not my thing. Yeah. Yes. But I'm gonna do other things Everyone, that are going to make sense. And that's you. And that's okay that you don't march. That's you. Right. You do your part. Yes. Right. And the pain and the anger comes from pain. I want people to remember that anger usually comes because you've been hurt and then you get angry. So it's not and people keep just looking at the anger, it's because people are hurting and people have no other way to sort of deal with that. Right. That's what it's pain. That's why I think it was so important to have the Obamas in the White House because they are both very unequivocally black. Mm-hmm. They don't try to hide it. 
or tuck it in mm-hmm. or make apologies for it. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Obama, obviously, she caught so much flack yes. for just being her. Mm-hmm. And I love that she was just like, I'm not going to cower and try to turn and try to make myself smaller. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, it, it can't get any better because exactly what you're saying. Like, there's, you know, she's so eloquent. Yeah. And so elegant. And yes, she's very much when they go high, we go low. I mean, when they go low. <laughs> when they go low, we go my high. Yeah. forever floaters. You yes. know, maybe this is just my thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, but yeah, when they go low, we go high and whatever. Um, and then to have like such a train wreck of a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> to their eight years. Yes. Are now current, like, I can't even call my president. Um yeah, it's it's so interesting. But I mean, even though we're we're back to business as usual in mm-hmm. this country, I'm glad to have had that happen than to not have it, have had it happen at all because I do think that it it changed the discourse at least for a certain amount of time. And now there are certain things that just can't be undone. Exactly. They can't be unsaid in the conversation. They're out there and it is what it is. And it it uh, things are pretty bad right now. Um you can only hope they're going to get better. They're probably going to get worse before they do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the conversation is being had. I do wish, though, that more employers would have that conversation a lot more. Um, I'm trying to remember what the company was, but I was listening to Work Life mm-hmm. with Adam Grant. And um, they it was like one of the ads. They choose their sponsors very correctly, um, very um particularly based on like the culture mm-hmm. of the work environment. And um, it was about this one company. I got to look this up because I have to share with you the name of the company, um, how they address this issue of race. One of the, one of the employees was just really, really upset about what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And another young man had been killed and he posted something on his Facebook and someone in HR saw it. Mm-hmm. So she reached out to him and was like, okay, we need to make this a conversation mm-hmm. at work because this is something that's happening and you feel this way in your personal life, but that's important. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's something that you, you're carrying every day. Yeah. So when you come into this building, that doesn't, that part of you doesn't cease to exist. Yeah. So why should we ask you to turn it off? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a very smart way of looking at mm-hmm. that. Unfortunately, just a lot of people, um, in the positions of power at their jobs, they don't look at it that way. They don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm, my hope is that more people will. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. We can't, we, we need more positivity. Everyone, every people, it, what was it when Rodney, he's like, why can't we all get along? Shit is so true. I mean, it will never happen with human beings, but we just need to do better. Yeah. Everyone needs to do better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we just need to bl- stop black fishing. Stop black okay, fishing. Okay, ladies, stop black fishing. Stop, it no is, one yeah. wants it. I no get one. it. You look way prettier as a black girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, but stop. Yeah. I mean, That's it. Yeah, just everyone wants stop. to have a tan and all that. You know, it looks good. It looks good. Just stop. <laughs> you know what? I need to see what Amanda Seals, uh, with her whole take on black fishing, because I'm sure she's got a lot oh to say about gosh. that, too. Yes. She... I definitely need to see 
in what ways she goes in. Yes, about that. she goes in, and I like because she goes in and she still she still oh, makes she's, sense. You're right. And she's yeah, I'm me all over she, the place. Like I, like, I want to hear her and Issa Rae mm-hmm. and 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 these these other black hipsters. I want to hear Michelle Obama go off and tell us how she really. I mean, because she also has to. Nah, I want, she's not gonna do that. She's not gonna she's do not that. Gonna, Michelle Obama not gonna touch something like blackfished with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, and there's also no. much larger issues. Yeah, yeah, and she shouldn't. She, I think... Her influence, her she existing and being who she is, mm-hmm. I think definitely does a lot more than she doesn't need to touch everything, you right. know, to speak on it. She can exist who she is and be a role model, and that is important, and that's what she needs to be, yeah. I think. The girls that are black fishing, they're beneath her. Forever floaters don't even acknowledge yeah, her exi- their existence. Yeah. We, yeah, we are in love with her. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Are we gonna turn every episode into a schmooze fest? I don't know. But because it's just We're pretty much going on that route for two thousand. I know, I know. Why? Every episode we're like Forever Floaters. Forever Floaters. I love ya. Yes. Well yeah. you think about it. I mean there it's 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 still we're still in the sort of uh, what is it, space of the Me Too moment. Her book just came out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, like you said, in the current political climate, who is our the leader of America right now, we are all missing, a lot of us are missing um, the former, um, what is it? Yes, the former POTUS and floaters. We're missing them. The former first family. Yes, former just first being family. Good people. Yes, and decent people. people that you no, actually No look major forward. scandals. And we, because we all want to support our president, we want there to be someone in there who is sort of trying to bring us together and make us all if better. If they're trying to do that, but if that's they're not trying to the do case Yeah, right we, now, but we, so. yeah, and that's not the case. And I think even those people who, it, I would love, like I've said this, I would love to speak to someone who supported them just, just to understand why they are doing what they're doing. And I haven't, we're, we're in New York, we're in a bubble. Yet. I'm not interested. <laughs> a sister I, out here trying to get hers for 2019. We'll <laughs> talk in a year. I mean, we'll all right, see. that makes sense. Yeah. In the meantime. first. Yes. We have to go. Yes, again. So, oh my gosh. Yes, it, yes. All, it always goes by so quickly. Does it? It does. Oh, that's when you're having fun. I'm having fun. I always Aww. have fun with you, darling. You're yes. So cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. You. Well, well, I'm going to find out that company in the meantime. Yes. And I think you have some homework to do. We'll discuss it. Yes, we'll Otherwise, discuss it. Um, bye-bye. Thank you.